All right. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, July 1st, 2019. Oh, my God. Where is the summer going? Ah. I am here with uh, the always always wonderful, the always lovely Justin Long, who does arguably the most favorite character on F is for Family, uh, Kevin Murphy. Um, hey, before before we get into that, and I and I put you on the spot, dildo. Yeah, they <laughs> freaking dildo. <laughs> this is surreal for me because I listen. I've listened to almost every episode, and I, I know you are you are a big fan I'm of this a big podcast. Fan of the show. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to try to tone it down a little bit. I don't want to come on. No, no, it's all high, right. But I'm a big fan, so it's weird to hear you even go. Go, uh, well, go to the Monday morning. It's weird to even hear you do the introduction. Yeah. That's why I do don't it. video it. Oh, oh. I like to keep a mystery. Yeah. Right? And it just got. Like the, Cher. Where is she? That's right. She's in Malibu. It would be like What's if I woke doing? up in bed with Cher and I saw the, between, you know, behind the. Cher's curtain. still hot. Cher was fucking smoking when I was a kid. I got you, babe. Hey, let me, uh, let me read this here. Uh, uh, please let the listeners. Okay. I did a live podcast from Phoenix, Arizona in front of a crowd. No edits will be posted on uh, my YouTube channel this week. Uh, please subscribe to the Monday Morning Podcast on the YouTube page. Uh, and you can follow at the MM Podcast and at Bill Burr on Twitter for tour updates and new videos. Uh, I got a couple of new tour dates here. I'm going to be at Foxwoods Resort and Casino in Connecticut on August 11th. And I'll be doing the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas on December 21st. Justin, I'm actually going there in September to do a date because I want to see Elton John because I believe him when he says he's going to retire. Oh, is that what he says? I think this is the last one. It's getting there. He's been there. saying that for a while? Um, no, everybody else says it all the time. Yeah. Everybody always... Fakes out. Well, there they go. This is the last one. This is the... And everybody... like the Brett Favre of uh, singer-songwriters. Yeah. Like, I saw The Who in 89, like, seven years after their first farewell tour. <laughs> and I paid to see them because it was like, dude, you don't know. You don't know if these guys <laughs> yeah. are going to be back. <laughs> And uh, well, that's why I'd like to see the Stones because it's also just a, f- a fact of nature. They might, they might not. I mean, they might. Forbid, somebody might yeah, die. Somebody might die. I mean, how old are they? They're pushing like eighty, right? They're all. They're uh, yeah. I think they're. Close you want to hit the? I was reading like hard eighty. Like that's like a like an old eighty. Keith Richards. Keith isn't, but Keith doesn't go as hard as everybody thinks. Oh really? Keith went hard in the seventies, and then that was it. He got labeled as that guy. Like I don't think he still smokes a lot though. I he think. smokes, and I I don't know I don't know what else. And he has like a glass of wine or whatever. But I don't. He doesn't like you. You physically can't, can't fucking do it. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't do it. I hate that. But I've gotten to that age. Like my new drug now is eight hours sleep. Oh, it's my best. favorite thing ever. Oh my god. Well, that's why I, mean, I got a physical the other day. My, my doctor said, "Can't believe we're talking about this." My doctor, because I'm 41 now, and so I felt you're 41. You fucking 41. asshole. You look like you're 22. <laughs> Flat stomach, full head of hair. Oh my! I thought you were like thirty-one. You got a flat stomach? No, I don't. <laughs> you so you shave your head? And why do you think that is, Justin? Because <laughs> I have beautiful locks. Well, I'm I don't just want wondering, the. When's the last time you tried to grow it in? I'm wondering how much it could grow. I got the I got the the thing in the back. It's thin in the back, uh-huh. and I don't I don't know what else. At, at some point. You just got to take control of it. I think Travolta, Travolta, Travolta did that recently. He finally I, did. I think he just started. I think he did. I can't imagine like the world of toupees. Uh, like how how hot your fucking head a, gets, especially now, like a day like this. Can you yeah. imagine? I've seen I've seen a couple. Bill and I were just walking. We were wading through. Uh, how, how would you even? How would you say? How would I describe it to the humanity out there? Yeah. We we are fucking idiots. We are like right in the crosshairs of the gay pride parade. Yeah. We were supposed to meet on Friday. Something happened where you weren't going to get here in time. So I was like, I oh, took a bus. I took a bus from the Berkshires in Massachusetts. Right. And I figured, oh, when the bus will arrive roughly around the time it says it will. And it was supposed to get in at 2.30, right. 2.25. And it got in at 5.05. Mm-hmm. That's what time I, the bus arrived. It, oh, my God. Isn't that nuts? It's stuck in traffic. Well, but, yeah. that's why I don't take buses anymore. Yeah, well, I should have known. If it was like a booze one, you could like drink. Well, right. I don't drink anymore. But anyways, yeah, so... We fucking down here right in the middle of the gay pride parade. And I was joking with you, like, when I'm home on my couch in air conditioning, I am the most liberal person ever. You get me out in the fucking sun. And I was literally like, these, these people are against God. Because <laughs> you can't move. <laughs> they should all be eliminated. No, it was just. We're in hell. No, what it was, it wasn't 
all the gay people. It was all the cops not knowing where they could tell you to cross. Exactly. And the and the ally, the quote unquote, uh, the people who are doing it for the day, who are buying the rainbow flag. Oh, the allies. Twenty dollars from the vendors. Yeah. It's all become so weirdly monetized. And look, there's no. I was saying to you, there's nobody I like more than I think maybe my favorite demographic. Are gay people? I love. I, I think I prefer them to straight. You like people. the gays? I like the. I like cigar smokers. Cigar smoking gays or cigar smoker? Any sexuality? Just, I don't give a shit. I don't want you. <laughs> cigar smokers are cool. They're yeah, just chilling. It's quiet. That's true. It's smoky, but it's fucking quiet, and they're all like characters. And uh, they're like Scorsese characters. They're sort of like. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about it where uh, you're you're an old man in a cool way. You know what it is? Maybe there's an ease to them. There's a patience to them because you yeah. you got to be patient to smoke one of those. You don't huff them down, right? I think when you're early on, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Like I had a buddy of mine. I give him like a Cuban cigar, and he, and I, he would tell me later he smoked it like right outside the comedy club. It's uh-huh. like you know near the dumpster. That's where you did it. <laughs> it's like uh, smoking a cigar is an event. You sit down, you chill, nice chair. <laughs> There's a game on. You have a nice drink. Right. And then the conversation, because because this cigar, because the thing that, that's holding you there, okay, is so enjoyable versus that parade, which was a total Ugh. inhibiting what the fuck we were trying to do. Right. <laughs> right. Like if I was sitting on, on, a, on like a balcony watching that parade, uh, I would have the time of my it, fucking uh, life. That's what we were saying. We should get drinks after just sit. Yeah, and trying like, to get through it. Yeah. It's is a completely different well, thing. Well, because they don't let you go east-west. All these streets are, are shut down, right? So every street yeah. you go to, there's, none, there's a barrier. And, they, and the, I was also thinking the amount of money they must be spending, the money that the city must be spending on cops, on the fucking barriers. Yeah, and, there's like, there's three major, but this is also, it's, it's it, the way they were billing it was, this is sort of the world's pride parade. Oh, okay, okay. So that's it's what big. it is. This is like the Super Bowl <laughs> of gays. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what does that make? And us? we we came in like the non-sports fans. Yeah, we're not football who, fans. Who also happened to go to New Orleans because they wanted to try the fucking fried chicken or something down there, or go down to Bourbon Street. Yeah. And it was a bunch of meathead sports fans. We're, we're like foodies who heard about one particular yeah. restaurant on Bourbon Street. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing a travel show. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what's what's been uh, talking about sports and shit is is gay as that pride pride parade is. That is not the gayest thing that's going on right now. Oh, I actually I've argue done gayer things this week. The gay, <laughs> the gayest <laughs> thing right now that's going on is the NBA off season. <laughs> yeah, they should have like a flamboyant, like, like I'm talking like 80s sitcom level gay guy uh-huh. reading the off season. Like, did you hear that Kyrie is talking to KD on a boat, and they're all going to end up in New York, honey? <laughs> that's the rumor. Don't hold me to it. It's so fucking gay. It's it's so far. It's it's like Falcon Crest. I can't. If I was running Major League Baseball, I'd be like, "How the fuck do we compete with this?" Yeah. There's all of this shit. They're all getting together and they're talking. And LeBron and Anthony are finally back together. He can't wait to pass the ball underneath to Anthony Davis. It's true. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of uh, bitching and. Uh, it's funny. The first thing yeah, it all wanna... started with Kobe and the fucking Lakers. They started. They started this bullshit. I never remember this when I was a kid. I was such a big basketball fan growing up. I don't remember. It's all the pylon team. Uh, yeah. They did it. They got Shaq, and they got Phil Jackson, and and you know, and then he, yeah. then and then Kobe, his whole career demanded like a fresh. He was like an emperor. Every three Super years, t- you, had, you yeah. had to bring you had to bring a fresh new batch <laughs> of fucking free agents in. So. Then they would just win a championship after championships, and then the Celtics did it. We did it in 2008 with the big three. Yeah. Well, that's uh, why I'm glad the Raptors won. And then Miami did it, and then uh, – well, everyone's trying to do it. Now, then Golden, Golden State, they uh, they did it with KD. KD piled yeah. on, but, like, they also they're, – they're a weird hybrid where there was an incredible draft. Oh, with really? Steph and, and Clay and all of those guys. Oh, and, they all got drafted in the in – the- yeah, as far as I know, I'm a little out of my element here with the NBA, but as far as I know, those guys all became stars there. It wasn't like they, they made their bones somewhere else and then, you know, went, cashed in and went out there. Then they became a juggernaut. And, and in the middle of all of that was the Spurs that oh, yeah, just, just did it the old horses. school way. Yeah, passing the ball. Yeah. Like, I think the greatest pe- player of that era wasn't Kobe. It was Duncan. Tim Duncan. Yeah. But everybody would – but he wasn't uh, – He wasn't flashy. He was just such a – 
Put yeah. his head down and did the job. He was going glass. What did they call him? He the was line? beating you like your dad. Your yeah. dad would fucking beat you with that yeah. turnaround off the glass. And silently. It must have been so frustrating. He wouldn't glow. Yeah, when he retired, he just retired. Yeah. Uh, you know, he you didn't know, then make a documentary and win an Oscar. He just sort of, he just yeah. sort of left. Neil Brennan's got a great line about <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, who reminds me a little bit of that. I mean, that uh, mentality. You know, uh, Neil Brennan's got a line about Kawhi Leonard where he goes, he said, Kawhi Leonard seems like his, he's the kind of guy whose family doesn't even know he plays in the NBA. He just like, he's just like, all right, I'm going out to work. And a couple hours later, he comes home and he's like, "What's for dinner?" That's why he's so badass, and I, I yeah. that's why. And everybody on Instagram, I'm acting like he's a robot and he doesn't have any feelings. It's like, no, no. Okay, he could ramp it up, but the rest of you could dial it down. Yeah, because exactly. I got to tell you, that fucking <laughs> bullshit in sports now, where anytime you do anything, you turn and you look at uh, the crowd and yell like uh, you're like you're in three hundred. I love, yeah, I love it. <laughs> and you're yelling at a dad who's there with his four year old kid. <laughs> And then, of course, if, if you don't catch the pass or you, you strike out or you fucking don't hit the layup, then you just sort of just go to the dugout or go back. There's no grandstanding yeah, there. It's, yeah. it's the, the well, didn't they get mad at that pitcher, Strope? What was the pitcher for the, the – he got, almost got in the fight with Puig the other night. Uh, oh, I love that guy because he, call, he called Puig out going, he, he did. what are you doing? Come you on did, over. Yeah, you're just yelling. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing anything. And, and he's big for a pitcher. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's, – it would have been a good fight. And the announcers yeah. were like – Come on, you 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 got close to the mound. You know you could have made it there. Yeah, just, you know he, he always does that. He starts oh, to go, yeah, right. then people hold him back, right. and then he really <laughs> starts charging. <laughs> that's kind of how I and fight. The, that's how I fight too. That's <laughs> yeah. why I recognize it. It's like, oh, he's doing that. Yeah. Oh, he's afraid. Yeah, yeah. hold me back. <laughs> Please hold me back. You hold me back. Yeah. You got a good grip. All right. Oh, good. oh no. let me at him. <laughs> let me at him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Where did that start? I feel like what? this is more on, on brand. I feel kind of bad for your listeners now because as one of your loyal listeners, when you do do interviews, I always miss – I like them, but I miss when it's just you riffing and, and I feel like this is you riffing. You so know, I kind of want to stay out of the way. There's a couple of <laughs> people that have said listeners. that. Well, maybe it's that I'm not, not a good interviewer. Uh, you like that? Now I forced you oh, into shit. a corner. Jesus now Christ. you have to compliment me. <laughs> Or just stick with the insults, <laughs> or just <laughs> double down. Yeah, maybe they're right. <laughs> no, I, no, you definitely are. I, I, I just, I. Here's what it is. I enjoy just you so much. You riffing, which must oh. be the to do that every twice a week is crazy. No, it's I, great. I get to empty out my fucking head. Yeah, I oh. get to empty it out. Like I'll tell you what. I want to fucking go off on is I was pushing my lovely daughter down the street, uh-huh. and the gays were getting all ramped up for the parade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They were. It's just like what you wanted to sell in this past month was tank tops. You would have fucking made a killing, right? Oh, God. So all these shredded gay guys are walking down the street. And then this this, uh, lesbian chick with their girlfriend. She's out there just no shirt on, no bra. Oh, wow. Tits painted with, like, glitter on it. And I got my kid there. And it's just like, you know. That's insane. It's not good nudity. No. Yeah. I feel bad for all the conservative gays whenever that happens. I always pictured them rolling their eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Just being like, see. This is why. There's a breeder with his kid, and he's going (laughs) to leave with that story. I'm sitting here acting like a gentleman with my tank top tucked into my short shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Behaving myself. My khaki short shorts and my salmon cutoff. I was worried that there was going to be a lot more lewd behavior. It's it's not. It's way 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 toned down. But I, I think also you're the comparing old, it to L.A. Yeah, and L.A. was the Halloween parade. And somebody talked me into going to that in uh-huh. the uh, late '90s. This older gentleman I met in a bus station who gave me a drink. <laughs> what? And, no, I'm kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> I got roofied. No. And we went down there, dude, and the Halloween parade out there. Yeah, that, that is it's, not for yeah. anybody under the age of 28, I think. <laughs> yes. It was just – Or were just over the age of 30. Late 90s. It was just like – all I remember was just a float of dicks. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> yeah. like – I, 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 I confused it with the gay pride parade. It's like why would they do that if they're trying to get mainstream? And then it didn't take – it took me years because it was so like – I was – Culture shock. I'd never been around that. Yeah, it's so in you. It's true, and it's really. Great. I remember the first time I went to LA was to do this movie. My first, the first movie I ever got. Uh, the first time, second time I'd been on a plane. There are all these new th- experiences for me. Uh, it was in '99, and and they put me up at a hotel called La Montrose on Hammond, right off of Sunset. Okay. So, so between Sunset and Santa Monica Boulevard, there's that steep decline, and uh, that that you, and so on. My time off, I didn't have a car or anything. On my time off, I just walk. And naturally, you just walk downhill, and it's and it empties out right into the heart of 
West Hollywood, you know, right. like right there. In the, and I remember talking to my friends back home. They were like, how's L.A.? How's it going out there? And I was like, it's good. People are great. You know, it's been – The guys are really friendly. <laughs> so I was like, it's super gay. <laughs> it's so gay. Like it's really Oh, gay. you didn't know that you were I just hadn't traveled the outside. Yeah. All the, every restaurant I'd been to, I just walked in that neighborhood. Uh, and, and, you know, this was the first few days I was there, but it really, like for somebody coming from the suburbs or, and I went to a very progressive college. I went to Vassar, which was like, we had a dance. Isn't that a woman's college? It was. Yeah. And then they tried Look to Look at you. Yeah, you showed yeah. up and you crushed it all, didn't you? It was 62% female. Uh, did you used to say progressive shit when you were banging all of them? Uh, <laughs> it was before. I've never respected <laughs> you so much. Did you let them be on top so they could feel like they were in the power position? <laughs> and there were a lot of a lot of the guys of the, of the thirty eight percent that were guys that were gay. So it was uh, it was the first time I'd really been around that. It was really uh, dude, you crushed it. It was fun. It was fun. So you majored in pussy, basically. It lo- but it really raised the bar. It was difficult then to get out into the real world. Uh, what 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 is the what is exa- what is the uh, area of expertise at Vassar as far as like engineering school? I know uh, what is it. It's, it's, you know, they have a really good English department. I went, I was a philosophy major. I dropped out after two years. So yeah, I, you just I, went there and you banged a bunch of chicks. <laughs> I went and I really fell in love with acting. What was your opening was line? Acting. I'm not gay. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was, and but also for acting, I was in a sketch comedy group. It was the fucking best. And it was the opposite of what. My high school experience was like, which was like typical suburban, you know, the jocks and the rich kids were on top. And, right. And the like theater nerds were closer to the bottom and, and, and it was totally reversed at, at, at Vassar to the point You know what's where- cool about my high school was my grade specifically. Everybody hung out with everybody by the end. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a public school? Yeah. Huh. And it was just like by the end- no shit. It just- the, What happened was it was weird. Like the grade above me and the grade below me- were like Mad Max. They were like lunatics. Uh-huh. Like the grade below us could kick the shit out of our grade, right? Yeah. And the grade above us, they were fucking lunatics. Like there was one kid in that grade, like his party trick was he would eat a light bulb. Oh, my God. Lunatics. Oh, my lunatics. God. Lunatics. crunch it and you saw it? Eat it, bloody... I never saw it. I, I didn't go anywhere near that guy. He's going to show up my- with my fucking orange hair and he's eating a light bulb? Well, I, that would be the next thing on the fucking menu for entertainment. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere yeah, near that how do you top yourself? How do you go from light bulbs? Where do you go after light bulbs? My bro- I'll tell you where you might go. Is my, my brother's going to be pissed for telling this. My brother loves you, too. He's, he got, he's the one that got me into your podcast. But he, he went to school with the kid, and I think he may have witnessed this. The kid was like – and it was something dumb. The kid was like, if you make that – some other kid crumpled up a piece of paper and was like, all right, who thinks I can't make this shot You know, from across? And he goes – goes, and the kid volunteered it. He goes, if you make that, I'll eat my own poo. I'll eat my shit. And the, the the kid made it, and according to my brother, no way. And there were wit- many witnesses. It was in the cafeteria. He dropped his pants. He wanted to do it, probably. He wanted to do it. And he willed it. He willed that thing in there. And it wasn't even like a little bit. It was like a okay. Yeah, sorry. You can cut that out. I asked you if you cut anything out. I'm not leaving. I'm not cutting that out it. at all. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Fucking leaving that in. I deserve it. That horrific Jesus. Sorry. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> And every once in a while, my brother will get a Who text. Who said that? He wanted to do that. He must have, right? It happened. That's something that happened in, in a school that I went to. Yeah. And was, I this, asked- was this person you? It's <laughs> <laughs> what we have to gradually do here. Dude, you know, I haven't been in, in the recorded with you oh, yeah. in a couple of seasons. And one of my favorite memories... <laughs> Was trying to hold it together when you were doing Kevin. You know when you do that, I wasn't doing anything. Uh-huh. You know that you were like I wasn't doing it. Sure. And you just had that look on your face of like adolescence, but also like oh, you know thinking you're making a point, but you weren't. Like yeah. the first time I watched you, and you basically had that character like day one. Well, Vince was telling me I got I got this guy Justin Long. I'm telling you, he can do this fucking thing. And then just from he's a day good kid. one, you got to listen to him. He's awesome. Yeah, you got you're gonna love him. You guys, you, love this you guy. should know this guy. <laughs> Um, and you fucking just immediately went in there and just had like that, that you had your eyebrows down. <laughs> fucking dildo. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that guy, dildo. it lives in me. He lives in there. I think he's like in people that it's that it's the adolescence, the kid. I don't think that ever goes away. You just learn to manage it a little bit. I mean, you, how do you, how do you like, like I'm, I'm so always fun. fascinated with actors, how you guys do this shit. Um, <laughs> as far as like actually becoming like somebody else. 
Because there's, there's like, there's like the, there's two kinds of acting. There's just like, okay, talk about Adam Driver. Yes. Yeah. Driver. I love that. Yeah. New Adam the, Driver. She knows her. Have cues. you seen him in Burn This? No, Dynasty. She, dude. I'm Dynasty. You know, I'm not. You know. I love that play. Everybody's great in that, but that fucking guy comes in and, and he's just a tour de force. Yeah. He just comes in and he's, yeah, he's killing and his comedic timing. There's so much shit in there that isn't necessarily written yeah. funny mm. that he gets a huge laugh on. Mm. And it's the way he says it, when he says it. Mm. He's got a little thing he does the way he folds his pants, the way he meticulously takes his time. And he said so different it's, than anything you'd seen him do. Yes, yeah. totally different, different accent and all of that. And the way he was kind of turning his head this way, huh. the way he was talking. And it was just oh, like, that. that's, a, that's a guy that like, uh, you know, I'm just excited after, after doing um, a, a couple of years here, this cartoon that I can give you three different reads of a line. <laughs> like yeah, that, that's, got, that's my Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, but I got a bone Where are you going? You. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> Where? Are you going? There you go. Look, but, you got four. <laughs> You're better than me. But I got a bone to pick with you because you 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 talk about not being at that level. I saw the front runner recently. I don't know if I texted you about this. You're fucking great. You're like that was you, me with a fake mustache. No, you're good. You're really good. You're like Joe. You remind me of like Joe Pantoliano or like uh, like Bruno Kirby back in the day. I you just brought him up the other day. I love that I guy. I love that guy, and it's honest. And it and and you talked about this with Adam in the context of Adam Driver, but it, it is fucking hard to go in and be yourself. To it's hard to be a guy close to you, and that's what you do. That's what you were doing, seemingly in the front runner, and and it's natural. It's honest. It, it's that's not easy to do. So I think. Well, I, I think you should give yourself a little, little more credit. A little more credit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that day was fun when we were yelling at each other. There's no one better. To, no, you, oh. Sam Rockwell, Keckner. You should see Keckner when, oh. Keck, when Keckner does Bob Pogo. Uh, well, he, he, he looks like he's doing the backstroke. He's uh, just swimming his arms. Me. He just swims his arms backwards. Oh, Frank! And just, we, we, and like, so we film crazy. him every year when he does it. Oh, really? And it's just like, yeah, you want to be in, like, <laughs> It's just like, is, is Kechner coming in? So uh, Kechner comes in. Well, I remember one day, I think you may have told me this, or maybe Price, Mike Price told me, because I, I went to put on, I was recording after I, someone had been in there, and, and I put the headphones on, and it was, they were so soggy, like the ones we're wearing now, these kind of uh, puffy ones, they were so soggy that it left a, like a liquid rim around oh, my ears. Oh, no. And they said, I said, what the fuck is this? And, and they said, oh, that's, um, Kechner was just in here. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to ring out the headphones. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I bet because he's so physical. He's so. I mean, you, and it, and it sounds like that. That's why the performance is so good. He's fucking great. On yeah. That show. My favorite day, I think, on that thing was that time I came to New York and both you and Sam, we all got to record with each other that day, and I got to watch you two guys fuck around, and and oh, yeah. Sam's crazy. Like Sam doesn't even want to div- a, a partition between you. Yeah. He wants to be like in the booth. Mm-hmm. With you and uh, yeah, I've, I've got. I can't believe like all the different levels of of like thrills I've gotten out of that show. Like one of my favorite fucking things is when we write a line and one of the actors tries to deliver it and it makes them laugh. Oh. That's I never thought I would. Oh, interesting. Get off on that because I always yeah. thought like I'm a comedian. I want to be the guy saying yeah, the funny line, yeah. but I totally get a rush out of that. Was my line or oh, yeah. or looking at the writer, you know, at the table read who came up with it? I always give him a fucking look. It's just like oh, interesting. Yeah. Do, 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 do you ever think about writing a whole script? Maybe something for you to star in? Or um. Yes and no. Uh huh. Because I got the kid now, and I have to. I got to be honest with you that I really see like however long this cartoon lasts when it ends. Like I, I don't. I'm not filling that void up with more work right, i'm filling right. it up with more of my kid so you prefer doing i mean stand-up is still so fulfilling to you that you don't need oh, to do last night for. last night i did a gig for uh wdve randy bauman uh-huh. um he's been putting me on like he's one of like they, they used to be a guy like that in every town and clear channel just fucking eviscerated all of them and he survived and this guy like pittsburgh was a hard ticket to sell Huh. And where the improv was was in this this fucking mall, and there was one way in and one way out, and it, it was just a shit show. Uh-huh. So you were, and it was a big four hundred seater, and it was just like impo- It was just so fucking hard. So and I got to know him, and on the Rich Pitch tour, Charlie Murphy, rest his soul, and Donnell Rawlings, who was in Pittsburgh when I was there. And um, Randy Bauman's like a promoter. He's like a oh, he's he's, he's the Pittsburgh guy on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Penguins, Pittsburgh oh, by oh, Radio oh, Network. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So 
like yeah, if if you live there, that would be the morning drive that That'd you would like listen Francesa. to. Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. So he, um, you know, he he told me like I would have a Thursday through Sunday there, and I wouldn't be drawing flies. So he goes, dude, next time you come, he goes, call in during the year. When the Bruins play the Penguins or the Patriots play oh. the Steelers, you know, if there's Sorry, an interleague. The yeah. About the Bruins. Oh, God. Yeah, I still yeah. haven't gotten over that. Yeah, I, can't, I, I haven't gotten it. over the fact. Uh, I, I'm fine with the Blues winning it. I haven't gotten over the fact I, that, that officiating is going to bug me for a while. Like that they let him fight in the playoffs and, the, and, the, and they, they – That they let him play that way. Yeah. The way they haven't let people play, and then we we had like it brought a knife to a gunfight. Like we got we got the yeah, shit kicked yeah, exactly. out of us. Why didn't you watching a Bruins team getting out Bruined was yeah, fucked? Must be really frustrating. It was really frustrating. But you know, it's, sorry, to, but uh, but the other side is yeah. though. Uh, the other side is the style of hockey that St. Louis played. I like. You want that consistent? Yeah. I I would like it to come back. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody, all of these fucking assholes watched <laughs> Olympic hockey and was like, there's no fighting. That's the kind of hockey yeah. I would watch. And the NHL always zigs when they should zag. Yeah. They listen to that shit. Yeah. I, I, will, I will tell you this. As, as frustrating as that is. Uh. And by the way, last night when I was in, we, the place where we performed was where the Penguins play. Oh, okay. Uh, they they had the, the they sold the arena, right? And uh, I was in my dressing room, and they, when I went in there, they had Game Seven of oh. the Bruins St. Louis, and it was uh, it was two to nothing St. Louis. And in my head, I thought Mario Lemieux made sure they did that because he's oh, a ball breaker. I, I did a couple things for him. I was like, is this guy still busting my chops? That's funny. Maybe but, he was. Uh, no, no, no. They said it didn't come from him, but they definitely said that they were going to tell him so he could laugh at me. Cause, yeah, so, uh, but you also give Pittsburgh respect. I mean, you like – It's one of my favorite yeah. towns ever. And I thought I, – I got like – I got like amped up when I went up to their venue and I saw they, they have their five – I mean, they have the real banners inside, but they hang them outside mm. like five – like the Stanley Cup things. And I just thinking like they didn't have shit. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, 30. they didn't have one. And they've, they've won five since 91, I think. Like that is really fucking impressive. Pretty cool. And the fact that they 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 got Lemieux and Yager, and then they went away, and, and then they had winning. they had a dip, and then they got Crosby and Malkin. That's really hard to do, and you're a you're a fucking great franchise if you if you can do that. Because um, I don't know who owned the Penguins before Lemieux started running shit, but like to transition the way they did, huh. like say like the Patriots, like Bill Belichick's almost seventy. Tom Brady's, you know, who knows when he's going to quit. But, right. I mean, it's, it's towards the end. When those two guys leave, and Bob Kraft is no spring chicken. That's true. When that all goes away. That's true. Like, the obvious happens. But for the obvious not to happen, it's very rare that you go from what are they great to from all the greats leaving and then uh, more <laughs> greats come that quickly. Like, right. if you look at the Miami Dolphins where they went from Bob Greasy, I always bring this point up, to Dan Marino. Then Dan Marino left in '99. They're still waiting. That's right. And they've signed free That's agents, right. and they've they've, you know, they they got that kid from the Jets. They got that Jay Cutler, Chad Pennington, Jay Cutler. They've they've yeah. gone through fucking everybody. They just haven't been able to find a guy. God, that's right. Yeah, and, uh, and now who's the, who's their guy? Tannehill. Right? You can do what the Colts do, and see a guy you want, and then just tank a fucking Ursae. season. Yeah, Jim Irsay, one of the biggest cheats in the yeah, fucking business. <laughs> he cheats so much, he like he points at it's like the fucking dude that's like a frat boy date rapist with the Me Too button on. Uh, that that's he's the football version of that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I didn't want, mean to go on a tangent, but there was. Uh, but you know what? I was going to say something about hockey. I know nothing about hockey. I know I, I only know about hockey through your show. Uh, and and it's just for whatever reason, I didn't grow up with it. It's a yeah. sport that does not interest me. But I, I still, this, I still love hearing you talk about hockey. I wonder how many other listeners are, are like that. I don't you know because you I, talk about me, it. I, I, it's the greatest sport. Even though I'm still you make walking off for it. that 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 crushing loss. But like, uh, but they don't show the fights just, anymore. They don't even. I, they I don't. Noticed. They don't show the fights, and they don't fight. This is what fucking kills me is. The way St. Louis was playing was why you have an enforcer. And yeah, they would come yeah. out there and they'd beat the shit out of somebody or run their goaltender. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I really can't keep the, the divorce is too too soon. So, so right, All right. right. So sorry I brought it up. But yeah. but Randy Bauman, you were saying Randy Bauman brings you out there. Oh yeah, so Randy has been bringing me out there uh forever. Mm -hmm. 
And um, so last night, you know, he had us all come out there. Like, it was just like his – it was Jessica Curson, Ian Bag, um, uh, uh, Billy Gardell. I always – I'm so bad. I'm going to fucking forget somebody. <laughs> Bill Caldwell, Randy Bauman. Um, who else? Who else? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember it on the, on the walk home. Um, and you and, said, and just to do so, this. Anyway, so we went up there and we uh, just, and you were asking about like how much fun it is. Yeah. And I was sitting there going like, I have not done a lot of time cause I've been doing this stupid, uh, you know, acting thing. Right. Uh-huh. It's not stupid. I just feel dumb saying I've been in a movie. Yeah. Uh, so I've been doing like spots and shit, but not like hitting it hard. And all just of a sudden here. I got to do like this, this arena and, uh, and you know, I thought, okay, we're all going to do 20s. And they had me go on fucking last. So I got to follow all of these beasts. Everybody fucking murdered, uh-huh. right? And then um, I was just sitting there going, like, all right, what do I talk about when I go up there? And I just I just decided, like, don't, you know, don't put any pressure on you. And I went up there, and it fucking went great. And I just felt like it's just this. just Best no- feeling, I bet. Yeah. And then I was doing my abortion bit. And as always, <laughs> as always, some white, can't wait to hear this some white lady just goes <laughs> yeah. in her 20s and just she's like, Next, move on. Move on. Nope. No. Yeah. I hate that one. On no, Instagram. but she was cool because I made fun of her and then she was she was cool. And then she was also there with a date. So I made a whole big joke going like, and I'm being cool with you. And I go, not because of you. It's because of the guy you're with. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fucking wingman. I want him to have a good ride home. Yeah. And he fucking gave you know. No, I don't want to be a cock blocker. Yeah. Well, I don't want him to hurt. You know, he's got to fucking sit there and listen yeah. to an earful of shit because of what I said. <laughs> Even though she brought the whole thing on. Well, I was asking you about that earlier. It's, but it, it, like, how would why would people go and sh- to your show? They know your sensibility. They know, but but this is different, right? Because it's like a bunch of comedians. There it's was a bunch, but they, they, they were still cool. Like it's it's more um, it's more uh, if I go to do like a guest spot, mm-hmm. like then and then I I kind of have to understand that. But it's it's also like a uh, it's it's like a it's a fun fucking situation it's never yeah. like a bad thing uh Did, has it ever derailed a show like have you ever had a heckler so bad one of these these people you know about the abortion bit let's say who is who's thrown you off so much that it's it's t- changed the course of a show for you oh fuck yeah in oh, the beginning wow. you you would roy woods jr <laughs> just got it sorry <laughs> <laughs> the listeners, Bill. Yes, Bill got like kind of a vacant look uh, on his face for the last. Because like, bugging me. I don't remember last guy's name. Okay. And I felt like I needed to kind of stall and filibuster, right? Because uh, I knew you were trying, <laughs> trying to remember. <laughs> trying to remember. See, but, you're an actor. You can read. You yeah. can read people. <laughs> but you know, yelling at one another. Uh, not to jump back to that. It was so fun for me. It's so fun for me to do those scenes with you. Bill plays my dad on the show, and yeah, and Frank. Frank Murphy and, and uh, there's no one better at yelling. There's no one better at like expressing rage. <laughs> I know it's embarrassing, dude. My anger is embarrassing to me at this point. Really? Well, you've been working on it a lot. I right? have, but I haven't been going to therapy because I don't want to do that shit over the phone. It just feels oh, fucking yeah. weird. Like I'm ordering a pizza and I'm talking about my fucking feelings. It's you just prefer in person? In person, and I prefer a woman. Oh. Huh. I, I don't like fucking sitting there talking to another guy like uh-huh. that intimate weird shit. It just right. gets fucking weird. <laughs> Well, because eventually it veers into – it could be sexual or it could be like childhood stuff and it's – you know, you don't want to – Yeah, you get like choked up and you're yeah. sitting there with some guy. It's yeah. just – it's too you know, fucking weird. I re- too, and I don't, I don't want to reach that level of comfort yeah. with yeah. another straight guy. I just don't. Right. You can call it homophobic. I don't give a shit, okay? This is my therapy session. I'm living my truth. Yeah. This is what I'm comfortable with. That's, that makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I – do you, yeah, are, are you? Do you cry easily? Do you? Do you? Or like, if you're around your wife or your daughter, you must have really moving moments. I mean, you talk about um, I animals ah. suffering, mm. children suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of hack. I'm a hacky crier, and yeah. and and people dying. Yeah. Like I got a friend of mine that's going to go soon and then I had to go up and go say goodbye to him. It's fucking brutal. Yeah. It's just fucking brutal. So. Well, it's like the important. I mean, it's that's like, that's yeah. like but like I'm not like. But like when my wife would watch The Biggest Loser uh-huh. and those those fatties yeah. would start crying, like I would just die. <laughs> I would die laughing. I would die laughing. And my wife would get so mad at me. She goes, yeah. this show is inspirational. What's wrong with you? It's like it's a guy crying over sandwiches. This is just funny. Right. 
And then what was hilarious was when she came to my house one time and, and she was totally into the show. So it was like the finale. And there was these two huh. brothers who I don't know what happened to them, but the more they lost their weight, the more emotional they got. And it literally got to the point where like the guy would reach over and turn on a lamp and just start crying like <laughs> six weeks ago. I couldn't do that. My armpit fat would have blocked me. I couldn't even see the switch, right? My so, fingers were too chubby. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I couldn't, I couldn't. I didn't even know there was a light in the room. I was blocking it all out with my lard. So we're watching it at home because Nia wanted to watch it. And one of those fucking dudes got up there and started crying. And I started laughing. And my wife elbowed me. I was laughing quietly because I didn't want to embarrass my wife or whatever. Uh-huh. And then my mother walked in the room and saw the guy crying. And she goes, oh, my God. She goes, come on, get it together. <laughs> get it together. And then my wife's just like, she's just like, Mrs. Bird. And she's yeah, like, well, yeah. it must have been like, okay, Apple doesn't fall far from the, from far from the tree over there. Um, oh, no, my mother's fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I, I can, I can, t- I, I met I, her briefly. I, I can't, uh, oh, no, she is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, like, my mother is, is like totally, uh, like she she holds you responsible for your actions, uh-huh. and I mean like, that like what's as example? the biggest compliment. Well, okay, the way people raise kids now, yeah, Ugh. where what is your feelings? What is wrong? Right. Talk to me, but blah blah blah. Or if you fall down, it's always like hugs and everything. My mother would just be like, "Well, you shouldn't have done that." <laughs> What did you what, what, you? what did you think was going to happen? Use your fucking hands. Yeah, that was literally. That's funny. It was just like, you know, well, you idiot. You should have been riding your bike out in the street. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the consequences. Yeah, and I think there would always be like a tinge of anger, and I think that that was the love that she didn't know how to express. Uh-huh. She didn't know how to hug. Oh, she's, you know, she's, she's the exact, like, but, but what I love about it is it's, it's made me who I am in a great way. Yeah, but it's because, pro- probably also made you appreciate the huggers in your life, the people who are able to show affection. And it depends. Yeah. It depends because <laughs> okay. some huggers are just fucking gross. They're just well, yeah, gross people. Sure. There's I mean, a lot of people you don't want to hug. Most of the people we passed on the way here. It was just sweaty oh, and glittery. Gross. Hairy yeah. and yeah. lardy. Jiggly. A lot of jiggling. Yeah. Bad jiggling. High energy. Yes. I mean, I was just a grumpy old man. And it's so fucking hot. We have to impress upon people how like oppressively hot it is, too. That's a part yeah. of it, I guess. I mean, if it were like, kind of brisk, in nice weather, it'd be like... Now, yeah. do you think that that, that that is why they have the gay pride now? Or is that people not liking gays and they make a march in this really hot weather? <laughs> Over the gays like, we're not wearing clothes anyways, honey. I don't care. <laughs> Any excuse. Well, we had a right. dance at, ba- at Vassar, which I keep talking It's called the Homo Hop. That was like the big dance at my college. In, it's called uh, the Homo Hop. Isn't that crazy? And this is in 90... Oh, the late 90s. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's, I mean, kind of ahead of its time. Uh, Believe it or not, that was a long, that was a long time. Forget about time. Uh-huh. That was socially a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I listened to this right. guy who was doing. Yeah. The, oh, that was like did, centuries ago. Yeah, who did The Office. One of the most absurd shows ever. Uh, yeah. Mike. Totally absurd. Borderline could get cartoonish towards the end. Can't do it anymore. That's what he said. Yeah. He goes, you could not do that show. It's, and I was trying to think, what in the fuck? Oh, dude, watch Seinfeld. Every Seinfeld episode. And you watch it. And now knowing what you know about writing t- TV shows, you, 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 like the brilliance of, of the, the structure of those episodes. It's fucking, right. it's a, I marvel at how that show is written. Right. And so much of it you can't do. So many episodes. There's always something that comes up at one point. Like, well, can't do that anymore. And people... Admit, well, they, they were the anti... Progressive. They were all about themselves. That's what I loved yeah. about it. I thought that you know what I loved that they were so selfishly about their own needs. But it wasn't malicious. And, but then in the end, well, they usually always bite them in the ass. But then in the end, then they get put on trial by all the characters right. and everything. Right. I love the last episode. I think that's coming around. People are going to go back and watch the last episode. I think they got too freaked out that they took them out of New York. But I, I loved it. Well, it was when they lost Larry David. I mean, there's something that show lost something when. Uh, but but I, that's the next. Or waiting for Guffman, a show like Waiting for Guffman, just doing that voice, just that Corky. Have you seen Waiting for Guffman? Corky St. Clair. Oh, I never fuck, saw. Man, it. you'll love it. There's but so many. You oh, know what I God. saw yesterday that I really fucking liked? Did you ever see Lee Marvin in uh, Point Blank? No, dude. If it did, well, did you ever see um, Tim Robbins in? There's a movie. Oh yeah, the the play, the, not the player. No, the uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I always I always use this um, as a reference. About Hollywood? 
No, the one where he's the Vietnam vet and he gets shot. Jacob's Ladder? Jacob's Ladder. This they saw, This is Jacob's Ladder before Jacob's Ladder. Oh, okay. Where you're watching it going like, was this all a dream uh-huh. or whatever? And it's just like. <laughs> well, Lee Marvin, some of those movies in the 70s, you see them, they're like. That when it comes to like, I mean, we parody it on F is for Family. You guys are like really funny about parodying that on where they yeah. used to like slap women. I mean, it was like it oh, wasn't yeah. borderline abusive. It was like those guys were like, oh yeah, talk yeah. about oh yeah, culturally different. I mean, that's why I, I like watching uh, like me TV. There's something yeah. I I had you know everybody had like a reaction to this this whole like political divide, screaming and yelling at each other and and people went down the rabbit hole yeah. on either side and, be- and went like further, more further extreme, or you sort of tapped out. I tapped out and I just went, the rabbit hole I went down was like me TV. And I just started watching oh, all really? of these old TV shows and all of these old movies Ugh, The best that took me back to like when I was a kid and I used to watch them with my parents We'd make popcorn, and we yeah. thought it was amazing that we had bean bags, and yeah. we had a. And we didn't even have a color TV. We didn't have a color TV till I was like ten. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we got one pretty late. We we had like a thirteen inch TV for the first ten, eleven years of my life. But and so F is for Family parodies that, but it's also it it also looks like kind of fondly on it. There's something about that's why I like. Yeah. That there's something about that show where it's like, yeah, that's funny, and like they were kind of. They they weren't doing things quote unquote properly, but there was something beautiful about the simplicity of it all. You know. Yeah, I I've I've I don't know something happened to me, man. I've, yeah. I've been doing that. I've, I got back into reading. Oh, oh really? But you're, I, you're about I, to read. Uh, I'm not a. T- Do you know what Ken I just? Stabler's new. Uh, I just read. Book. Oh my god, yeah. dude! <laughs> when I'm done with that, you got to read that thing. You want to talk about if you tried to make a movie out of that fucking book? Uh huh. Just oh, really? the first chapter where he they just talk about all the women they bang. Oh. <laughs> It's like Christopher Plummer's book about acting. It's like it might as well well be called like "Here's Who I Slept With." Oh yeah, it's a lot of like, and then I betted so and so, and then I did right. Henry the Fifth. And, and then- I hate how shit can be out that long, and now any fucking mm. asshole now, when they want to put themselves up on a pedestal, can then go back and look at something like that. And then just be like uh, just, sanctimonious. Yeah, about it. yeah. And it's just like, no, what what they're showing you is what you would be like. If you if you were born during his generation, yeah. somehow everybody in 2019 can look back. Like John Wayne was my favorite one that they attacked. The guy's been dead for 40 years. Oh, did they come after? Yeah, him? and he was born in 1907, <laughs> and they're like giving him shit. And it's just like, no, dude, you, this is what you would sound like if you were born in 1907. Yeah. Stop yeah. acting like you would be woke signaling right. in, the, in the Roaring Twenties. If you were woke in the Roaring Twenties, you'd be like put away. You'd be a. You would be beyond. Well, what what would be woke? Right. Woke in the 20s. Woke in the 20s. Yeah, that's funny. Woke in the 20s. You, you would be going, we need to be nice to these, and you'd be using racial slurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd say things like, we need to be we, nice to these whatevers, yeah. and they need to have their own section of town where they stay away from us, but there should be these, these so and so should be allowed to have running water. Yeah. That, the, that would the, be a liberal. And the really woke ones would be like, and you know what? We should even be a little nice to these so and so. Yeah. These new so and sos and the next fuck the next so and sos that get here. You know, well, it's funny. I, I was just reading because uh, I don't read a lot either. I want I read like a lot of quarter of books. I get the I get really jazzed about a book and I read the first quarter. Uh, but I was going to recommend it's called getting the gist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. I get. <laughs> I get it. I, get it. Yeah. I, I see what you're doing here. All right, whatever. <laughs> but I, uh, my brother and I were writing this thing about um, that was set in the like late 1800s. This, this kind of go, whatever, this ghost comedy, and and I wanted to get the, a feel for the language, and and so I started reading. Thoreau on, on uh, Walden Pond, I started reading, which I had never read. And it's like a, a the Thoreau book where they, oh my god, they make you read. And, and I can't believe I, I don't think I'd ever read it. I didn't remember it anyway. What is it called? It's called uh, uh, Walden Pond. Walden, Walden like, Pond. On Walden yeah, Pond. that was in Massachusetts, wasn't it? Yeah, I think or or Ham- New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Oh, shit, I should know this. I read a quarter of it. <laughs> okay, but there's a part in it, and he was like the transcendentalist. You know, he was part of that movement that was like they were a huge uh, abolitionists. And so they were very – for their time, they were like the woke guy. The, the transcendentalists were like – like they were the woke guys for their time and uh, and girls. Okay. And and fluid and trans – whatever. And they. And they. And she's and he's. <laughs> and all of them. And all us, of them. And us. Us yeah. is too. Us is too. Humans. I guess humans. that's why people – have you noticed that on Instagram a lot? Like this is my favorite human. 
I love this human. Have you noticed people using that language to oh, describe so you, so you can't get in trouble? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but Thoreau said – he was talking about you know, uh, how, how wrong slavery is and like all of these progressive um, things. And, and then he goes but, – uh, but then he started talking about Irish people. And he was like – he started talking shit about Irish people. And it was like except – everyone should be allowed to have these freedoms except, of course, the Irish. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which was crazy yeah. to me at the time that like – they that was the the, the minority that was not a, even even the the woke people at the time weren't open to. to well, I didn't know. I'd never heard of that that Nina, which meant uh, no Irish need apply. Mm, hmm. I never heard of that. So like when they came over, like that's that's oh, what yeah. they they were were greeted with. I got to read a little bit of advertising oh, here. Fun, you want to yeah. sit here and watch yeah, me watch me it. read out loud? That's a fan. I'm just live. Watch. Yeah. All weird. right. Who do we? Oh, we got a bunch here. We got a bunch here. Yeah. Oh, there's three here. All right, what do we got? We got Manscaped, honey. Ah, I saw a lot of Manscaped people out there, and I'll tell you, they were fierce. Uh, for the Monday Morning Podcast comes Manscaped. If you're going to the Pride Parade, it's a little late to do this, but for next, next year's year. Gay Pride, all right, when you're going down wearing a thong and a fucking antelope head. Uh, <laughs> Please use this product. Yes, Please. number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. I use it above the belt, too, guys. Who's kidding who? Gays know to do this. This is for yeah. straight guys. Shave <laughs> yeah, your hairy ass. <laughs> They've known for years. Yes, Manscaped offers precision. This means it won't chip your fucking nutbag there. <laughs> Engineered tools for manscaping with the right tool for the job. Yeah, Talking ball, points. Yeah, ball bag. Yeah, ball bag. Yeah, ball bag. Wouldn't it be nice if it was smooth when you were younger, but still ready to operate? Don't look at me a, when you're reading. With, with a full-grown woman? <laughs> Bill's staring right at me. Like. I am. I'll talk about my ball bag right in front of you. Evoke, evoking the memory and fear of nicking your ball sack while manscaping. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Are these like... This is like, this is like what's-his-face? The guy from Streets of San Francisco when he was in that movie. Don't dance! <laughs> well, I didn't know that movie. <laughs> Give him the guy, but Carl Malden and uh, the guy who married the fucking raven haired chick. Uh, Michael Douglas. Okay, okay. And he he was in that that movie where you go, don't dance. I don't know. You never saw that? No. Kirk Douglas? No, Michael. Uh, Is with Carl Malden, really? In the streets of San Francisco? I never saw it. I never saw it. Dude, you you never heard the fucking theme song to that? No. Dude, this, this is Are you all... allowed to do this while you're reading the ads? Yes. Oh, this no, because this is why people don't skip over my ads. Ah, this is great. Let's see if I can find this. That's yeah, true. The ads are some of the best parts of the dude. Show. This this shit here. And the companies don't get they don't care they don't get upset. TV tunesters. You, you lose some advertisers, right? Bill's the Jefferson Googling. Taxi. That's not it. I got all these things. Bill's Monday Night Football. Ah, you fucking cunt. Dude, I'm playing that. I, I got to play that, dude. It, really? It's Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the Beastie Boys should have covered it. It was so great. Theme. Streets of San Francisco. Here, I can do that while you're reading. Yeah, you do yeah, that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. It's a, now it's a, it's a two-hander yeah. is what they call it in the business. It's a, uh, it's a two-hander. Sidekick here. All right. So let's get, let's get back to Manscaped here. Where the yeah, fuck how are you going to transition back to smooth balls? But uh, you can do it. I don't know where I don't know where the advertising went. Uh, <laughs> what the Maybe fuck? You, you got to be kidding me! It just went away. Oh, so you lo- you lost them already? As an advertiser? No, I just uh, it all just went away. Like I, I had. Okay, I'm gonna play it. Patrick, Streets of San Francisco theme. No, I need I need to do this shit. Ah, oh, fuck! I got. Well, now I you gotta... can edit this, right? No, people find this interesting. (laughs) I guess I do. This? Wait till till the horns kick in. There we go. It's the extended version. Oh, that's cool. We'd be sitting on our bean bags with fucking popcorn. Starring Carl Malden. Also starring Michael... Wow, he's young. The Streets of San Francisco in color. That's cool. That, what a great... I love those quick edits. Yeah. So all of this shit, this is like what Colt Luger... Yes! And I'm all this stuff. Colt Luger. I don't know if With I can play the whole song. I might get in trouble. I might, I might owe oh, yeah. some money or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. I only Carol played fucking Lawson. three minutes of that. 
Oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah, and it would just be like Carl Malden was like a fucking 90-year-old white guy, and he'd be chasing down Puerto Ricans and somehow <laughs> catching up to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's such a beefy dude. It wasn't necessarily that show, but it was just so many of those those cop yeah, shows. Yeah, Hill Street uh, Blues and stuff. And, like Colt Luger, he's supposed to be. Um, Colt Luger is on uh, Ephesus Family. Sorry, yeah, he's supposed to be like a former movie star. Yeah, <laughs> who, who was like a sex symbol and everything, and now it's they he can, him a TV show. He's at that point yeah. in his career where now he's doing <laughs> yeah. TV, and back then he's doing like Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah, like doing. I loved Jan Michael yeah, Vincent. I, mean, I think he just died. Yeah, he did. Shit. He did not die in a pretty way either. Oh really? Oh yeah. He dude. started it was like doing they were pruning a, of... a fucking dead tree, man. He was like fucking losing his legs and shit. I don't know he had diabetes. Oh, yeah, really? it was bad. He, it was you bad. know, I knew him from because he started doing talk. So then after you do that TV show, like you, you were mentioning, then you start doing what I grew up watching during my formative years, which is like right. Skinamax movies. He'd start right. doing like Caged Fury, you know, like movies like that. You know, those late Skinamax. You know what they didn't use? What Manscaped. <laughs> oh, good. That's nice. how I bring it back. Woo! I bring it back. All right. Fucking segue there. Fucking a fucking segue. Okay, evoking memories of the fear of nicking your ball sack while manscaping. Uh, yeah, do I need to evoke the fear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, how, do you, how would you well, I wanna know. That? I don't know. I want to know what you have. Anyways, uh, you, listen, I, do you guys like your ball bag? <laughs> do you like your ball bag being fucking... Do you like the contents of your yeah, ball bag? Yeah, yeah. You want them to stay in your balls? <laughs> Um, use Manscaped. It's the perfect package 2.0 kit that features the lawnmower. Jesus. That sounds like it's for the ladies. You need a weed whacker <laughs> for the men there. 2.0 with the skin safe like technology. Machete. This trimmer, trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. What's worse, a nick or a snag? Oh, boy. Well, snag suggests that it's still in there. I would take the snag because you get it over with. A snag means like Oof. so much of your ball bag got in there that it stopped the machine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A nick you took the loss and you're going to feel that for right. a while. And and then it, when the snag you got to somehow extricate your your balls there from Yeah, and then later on that night when you're getting a little bit of action, you know, what and it's still a there? fresh cut down there. Then you got to worry that, you know. Right. Well, God knows what just went in there. Plan. Women have to hate balls. Huh? Uh, I, that always amazed me when, when... Oh, they get enough advantages. They can <laughs> take a couple of balls every once in a while. It's also 100% waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. You can fucking shave your balls in the shower. Don't use the trimmer. You did that when I was a kid. You died. Well, well, <laughs> and everybody laughed at you. Hey, he electrocuted himself trying to shave his balls. Well, you know what they should do with a ball shaver? Uh, they should wait. They should somehow find a way to make the balls cold. You know, there should be some sort of air conditioning unit so they shrivel up, and then you get that kind of like elephant skin, and then it's easier. Was it want to be more wrinkled? No, no, wrinkled is when it's warm and they kind of hang, but but when it's cold and they need to 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 go back into your body, it gets kind of like tight and more of an like an easy. Surface. Oh, that's the, and that's the, the expression. Feel uh, freeze your your balls off because yeah. your balls literally rescind. will pull pull up into you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, you went to Vassar, so you say rescind. Yeah, so I, I thought you meant, so you know about balls. So balls, yeah, balls go, yeah. All right, don't use the, the same trimmer on your face that you use on your balls. I don't understand that. Your balls are, your balls should be offended. Your balls are cleaner yeah. than your face. Your face yeah. is just taking the it's fucking like asshole. Yeah. They're protected by layers of clothes. Yeah, Precision true. tools. I bet those Arab women have really clean fucking faces, right, with... <laughs> They have underwear in their face. Precision tools. Really pale. <laughs> for your family jewels. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping and a free travel bag with the code BURR at manscaped.com. All right. We got MeUndies. MeUndies. Oh, me Going to the gay pride parade. MeUndies. MeUndies. Did I mention they were gay? Running around in the village. Why'd I say village? I can't rhyme with that. Whatever. Too many fucking sweaty people. Trying to, trying to grab some balls and pillage. Me undies, me, me undies. Cut a hole in the butt and make an easier entrance. Summer comes <laughs> with a number of awesome perks. Vacations, uh, beach days, and barbecues. But the one perk that outshines, outshines them all is summer-themed undies, courtesy of, you guessed it, MeUndies. MeUndies, you guys should make a gay pride fucking MeUndies. MeUndies is the only brand that lets you eat pineapples while wearing pineapple undies. Or watch, <laughs> or watch the sky. That's how they, they use the Manscaped thing. They, they see if it can, it can fucking cut a, a, uh, a pineapple, pineapple without... <laughs> 
damaging any of the, the pineapple I'd, itself. I'd love to husk. be a, a product tester for that company. Yeah. Or Did you kiwi. cut your balls again? We're so sorry. Kiwis would be good to, to test on. Oh, yeah. That's sort of an eczema. Yeah. <laughs> or watch the sky light up on the 4th of July, knowing your undies are doing the same. Look out for our new summer theme prints dropped every day Tuesday. Uh... MeUndies also makes the softest lounge pants and onesies you've ever felt. Finally, you can match with your pup with their new Buddy brands. Available in the same prints and colors as their undies. This is important stuff. They have underwear for a dog? Is that what just happened? MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. Any first-time purchasers, purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies product, you get 15% off and free shipping. That's a big fat duh. I hate that line. I'll never read that again. <laughs> Get 15% off a pair of the f- most comfortable undies you will ever put on. This is a big fat duh. You know, for a second, I thought uh, you said that. I thought that came out of your brain, and uh, I was really surprised. That must be tough to read. That joke was sweated on me from the parade on the way over here. <laughs> to get 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash Burr. That's MeUndies.com slash Burr. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, Stamps.com. The U.S. Postal Service is an important tool for any business. Stamps.com is the easiest way to access all the amazing services of the post office. Stamps.com never closes. Print postage for letters and packages at your convenience 24-7. Print postage for any mail class right from your own computer. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your fingertips. I literally just said that. <laughs> Buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail using your own computer or printer. Stamps.com makes it easy. They'll send you a digital scale that automatically calculates the exact postage. I use Stamps.com whenever I'm sending out my posters to the gig when I whore myself out afterwards. Um, I'm a moron. If I can do it, so can you. And right now, you too can enjoy Stamps.com, the Stamps.com service with a special offer. That includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Burr. That's Stamps.com. Enter Burr. All right, we're in the home stretch here. You want to do uh, – how, how much time are we done here? Uh, we have four. What are we up to? Forty. Fifty-six minutes. Wow. So I can feel an hour, man. That's wow. how long I've been doing this. All God right. damn. Let's do. Uh, you know, I'm jealous of your meat. What's the meat company that you, that you advertise? Oh, Butcher Box. Ah, God, I wish they. Would. I'm doing the. Yeah, I wish we would. You got to get. You got to get the heritage breed pork. I know. I'm. Tr- well, I'm trying to get them to be a sponsor so we get for free. Oh. <laughs> well, then, what's the name cheap. of your podcast? Uh, life is short. Yeah, life is short, guys. Life is short. I do it with my brother. Uh, it's so fucking fun. I was okay. just thinking about that when you were saying how fun it is to do stand up. And the difference between acting, you know, you've been acting this thing. Yeah, this is great. Don't ever, don't ever sell your rights or give, give it. This is your thing. Uh, you, you, don't ever fucking do that. Well, I'm doing it with a company. It's company Wondery. I know. I know. I, I know. I'm you ever want to free yourself? Come over to, uh, come over to fucking all things comedy. We oh, don't really? poach. We don't poach. Just saying. You uh, own your podcast. All right, dear Billy the Dilf. This is from a, <laughs> a, a a female fan. That's a dad I'd like to fuck. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. I should uh, like to fuck you. That's cool. That's cool. Every once in a while, I get a little nod. I am a soon-to-be 24-year-old lady. 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 I said lady because my eyes go faster than I'm able to talk. Lady Majora. Lady from Serbian part of Bosnia. Whoa. And Herzegovina. Oh, wow. That's Eastern Europe, everybody. I am currently wow. studying economics in Vienna. And I am so sad I missed you in January. One of my favorite gigs I've ever done. I'll definitely be back because I had to wait for my visa to approve back home in Bosnia. Hope you'll come again sometime. I definitely will. I've been waiting to write in for quite some time because I think I have the perfect opening greeting because you are a DILF. (laughs) This is fucking bizarre. I'm already already saying this is bullshit. This is a guy from Transylvania writing this in. You are actually my father's age. Gross! (laughs) This is getting more okay. I have no father issue at all. Oh, none at all. Oh yeah. If you were wondering, she doth protest too much. I just think you're really (laughs) handsome. Who knew? That's where. If you go to Eastern Europe, I'm actually a good-looking guy. Um, Good evening. Uh, My question is: Are you going to Wimbledon this year to support Novak Djokovic? Have you ever watched him play? Yes, I've watched him play at Roland Garros. Garros. Roland Garros, uh, the French Open to us Americans. He will probably be in the final again this year, or so I hope. He has had one of the best comebacks in the history of tennis. 
going from an elbow injury to number one again since last year. All the best to you and your family. Well, you know something? I'm. I like she brings your <laughs> yeah, family yeah. into it. Yeah, right? I'd like to bang you in front of your wife. All the best. <laughs> P.S. When you were on Conan, you said you were coming to Bosnia as part of your European tour, and you weren't. Oh, oh well, I must have fucked up. I think I meant Boston. <laughs> um, I thought that would be something you could chime in on. All right, let me do something else here. Okay. Well, Bill, you know what I was just thinking about? I was, I, me? I was, I was hung up on the fact that she was born pr- either right after or at the height of that war, that like really intense war in Boston. Yeah, that's, I got a little intense with the genocide and all that. It did. And here, here she is now a Didn't grown Clinton woman. lob a couple bombs over he there because sure he, he was trying to get the blowjob heat off of him? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're, they're fucking animals. They're all animals. Yeah, other yeah. than Jimmy Carter. But here now she. I like the first George Bush. Too. I love Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Jimmy Carter's a great guy. George Bush was a fucking pilot in World War II. There's nothing not to like. Other yeah. than that, you had an actor. You had the boss's son. Yeah, you had a horny suck. jerk off from yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> what do you? I, you know what? You've been getting a lot of letters from women, which is great, and I know you're excited about that. But the, yeah. the last few you got, the last one was kind of like. Uh, you, uh, it was hard to even figure out what it meant. It was so... Uh, yeah, that happens well, a lot. Well, if you listen to me read out loud, it's hard to figure out what I meant. So that's my audience. <laughs> that's what I... I have no one to blame but myself. Right. Well, you can't shit on them because they're your fans, too. Ah, they, they shit on me all the time. Yeah. Billy Bumballs. All right. Glad you're enjoying being a dad. Mine's five now. The only times... The only times in reacted with... Okay, the only times I... Reacted with other kids were. All right. One, my kid's mate was blasting my boy in the face with a super soaker. So I took it out of his hand and blasted him in the face oh till he started crying. Jesus. <laughs> what? I know. You shouldn't do that, but I understand. Chris Rock, I understand. And two, <laughs> two some bigger kids were playing football next to my toddler. Toddler the toddler playground and they kicked the ball over the fence so i picked up the ball and threw it as far as i could oh dude yeah this guy's got issues i used to play in goal so i knew how to throw it (laughs) after they asked where the ball went they went off looking for it they never came back (laughs) what love from london oh this he's like a hooligan oh football he's talking soccer he played goal so he did he did the fucking yeah on on how to do it these little fucking cunts (laughs) <laughs> they never found the ball again. They, they deserved it. Well, it's a bit like what you're dealing with on the playground. With that, that's such a funny story when you caught under your breast, you caught the kid a fat fuck. Oh, you fat fuck! Oh yeah. And then his friend was watching. Yeah, you. stared at me. Then they t- he was he talked to yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. That made me laugh so hard. Imagine standing those- there with a big dumb mustache. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Imagining those two little kids. It's probably the first time they heard an adult call them a. Fat fucking yeah. <laughs> Wasn't my prouder moment. Yeah. But I mean, what do you do? You want to defend your, your little, sweet little daughter. I mean, it must be. Yeah, know. dude. I got to tell you, like, the craziest thing about becoming a parent is that day when you realize, you know, they're old enough and you suddenly feel like th- that being needed uh-huh. yeah, is fucking crazy. That. Yeah. And I don't mean in your to satisfy your own ego, this person needs me. It's just like, whoa. Like, like I, I, I have a responsibility. Yeah. I have to be here. So, Holy shit. Um, you know, I hung out with the, uh, my, my friend's kid, not, not like separate from their parents. Uh, uh, and I noticed we were doing bits together. I was, we were, man, I was, it was, felt so good making this kid laugh. Oh, it was the yeah. best. And, and it started to advance this thing. She would be on the couch and I was down on the floor and then she would get off the couch and I'd start going up on the couch and it was this back and forth. And then she'd, go halfway and I'd go halfway and it was making her laugh so hard. It felt so good. And I, and I started to see the, the evolution of her sense of humor a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Well, that must be a thrill to watch her yeah. discover comedy. No, you know? she has, she has a ridiculous, ridiculous sense of humor. I bet. Like she gets, you, yeah. she gets like in like a mischievous way. If she doesn't do what we say, mm-hmm. she thinks it's funny and it, but obvious, <laughs> but she, and then she also can hear tone when I'm being serious. Like, you know, if she doesn't do something that I wanted to do and I think it's funny, I just go, hey, and then she runs away and it's funny. <laughs> but uh, you got to be careful with that because you got to make sure they also know when you seriously mean something. Because right. then if they go then outside, because they, they go outside and they walk towards a truck oh, Jesus. and you're like, hey, stop. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And oh, they keep, yeah, God. you got you to watch out. Yeah. Like I, I have. You, yeah. The, 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 the Stephen, Stephen King has nothing <laughs> on a parent's imagination of a fucking horrible mm. shit that you can think. Let's read one more and then we'll, we'll be done here. All right. Okay. 
Uh, Ford versus Fer- – by the way, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, this is – what a thrill. Ford, that I sounded got- sarcastic, but I, I- – <laughs> No, oh, what a thrill! I can no, tell I mean, how fucking excited you <laughs> yeah. are. You've, you've been you've been a little little nervous. Here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you've been you, you've been like you've been a little like you're definitely showing the podcast too much respect. Ah, oh, no, it's deserved. All right, Ford versus Ferrari. Not to say that your performance suffered before you get in your actor head here. <laughs> oh God. All right, hey uh, Billy Puttplug, uh, when you were talking on your last podcast about how dominant Ferrari was at F1, it reminded me that the trailer for Ford vs. Ferrari just came out, which may interest you. I heard that's incredible. It stars Matt Damon and Christian Bale. I'm in. And it's about the story of Ford trying to engineer a car and find a driver to beat Ferrari at the 1966 Le Mans, which I know how that ended. Uh, would like to know... Would like to know how wet this makes you. Gross. Thanks and go fuck yourself. I don't even know if that's still in, in theaters, but... Uh, that's a big. That's a big fucking baby boomer, super rich guy car, is to buy one of those Ford that Ford GT from the Le Mans. Uh, I always I had it as a kid. I had it like the toy car. Uh-huh. I had all of these guys like uh, Jackie Stewart's Elf car, the blue one, the Johnny Player special. I had all of these these race cars when I was a kid, not knowing who these people were, and then. Later in my adult life, I got into racing, and I went back through the history, and I was going like, I had that guy's toy. I mean, I knew of that's Jackie funny. Stewart, but uh, anyways, that's a whole other tangent here. And uh, my kid gets up in like another hour, so I, I got to wrap this oh, up. Oh, man. All right? Is, oh, man. I got to tell you, dude, if I ha- there's no other person I would want to wade through the gay pride parade at 95 <laughs> degrees with than you, dude. I got to thank you for all your seasons of uh, absolutely fucking brilliant work. I love work. doing it. I fucking love doing it. It's such yeah. a fun character. I, you know, we should record more in person because that's I, I miss doing that. I miss being. Yeah, well, if they, we can ever get Sam to get out of the fucking house, that agoraphobic lunatic, that fucking Oscar-winning son of a bitch. Yeah. How about that, huh? Great. Well, I think we got a couple of Oscar winners at this point. Yeah, that is done Laura voices. Dern? Did she? She's got it. She must have something. She's been nominated. I don't know if you know Golden Globes. She has, she's got all that stuff. Yeah, she has that, and also everything. She has that ability. Everything that she picks is always. Amazing. Yeah. And I love Vince's character on it. I know. I've been really enjoying that because I, you know, when you record him, you don't really get to, I, I don't always read the episodes. I just go, <laughs> which is embarrassing to admit. I just yeah. read my stuff. But I also, as a fan of the show, I like waiting for the episode to come out. Uh, yeah. I fucking love Vince's stuff. So fun, man. All right. Well, season four should season be coming four. out, uh, I don't know, probably the beginning of next year. They renewed us pretty quick this year. So we, we, we cranked them out. Actually, I got I to gotta go home and fucking edit one of the animatics. My favorite thing. Oh, really? Editing. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. But, uh, but I do it. It's a labor of love. All right. Justin Long, everybody, has his own podcast called? Life is Short. Uh, Where can, can we see it? Apple all, all over. What, what, Apple Wondery. Wondery.com. Wondery.com. Life and is Short. It's... What do they call the Apple Music thing? Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Oh, God. See that? Oh boy, it's like the blind leading the blind. You really here. are forty-one. Yeah, I never. I, <laughs> yeah. The first time ever, you it's, look forty-one <laughs> on the Apple thing. It's a fruit. It's a, pear. Pear dot com. The World Wide Web. There. The World Wide Web. All right, Justin. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. And uh, good luck to both of us getting the <laughs> getting fuck back. out of here. Oh my god. All right, buddy. Oh, dude. Beautiful. Dude. I'm sorry. I was I? I feel like I, I was shouldn't rambling. have said that. I shouldn't have said that. What? What? I, I'm gonna I get tell, my... No, I tell you. I meant to say you had a nervous excitement about doing this. I do. I did. I could tell I... When, when I did the. Uh, you're watching the Monday morning podcast. I, I'm listening to it. I could. I could feel you being like. Giddy. He's saying it. He's saying that thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I had that reaction. Yeah. Um, it's weird when you know something so well, and also feeling like. I mean, you must get this all the time. That happened to me the first time I ever did Howard Stern. I did Howard Stern in the early 2000s. Oh, wow. Because I opened for Dave Chappelle. Very nice. Thank you. Oh, thank you. All right, we owe you a margarita. Where can you get it?